Hey sisters, if you're looking for a safe space where you can be free and authentic, then you have come to the right space. I am your host, Yana, and here at Awaken Woman 2020, we are all about being transparent and doing the work to be our best selves. This channel will challenge you to be authentic, honest, and truthful to yourself. It won't always be easy working through life's issues, but I can guarantee when you do the work, you will come out saying, I am fearfully and wonderfully made, and you will know that strength and honor are your clothing. Our life is abundant and we should enjoy the fruits of it. All right, family, stay tuned. Blessings, family, and welcome back to another episode of Awaken Woman 2020. I am your co-host, Yana, because the host of this is God. So (laughs) I'm your host, Yana, and welcome back. If this is your first time tuning in, thank you. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with a friend of a friend of a friend and um for those of you who have been rocking with me for a while thank you so much for staying tuned and hopefully in another episode i can share with you why i've been gone for a while actually i'll give you a little snippet you guys know i always talk about um or i've talked about in other episodes how we're students and we're teachers And there's times in my life where I'm a teacher where I come on here and I'm teaching something. I'm talking about something. And then there's other times where I'm a student. And if I don't have anything to say, I'm just going to be quiet. So I've been in the student uh, part of my life recently. I actually thought last season, the last podcast I did, which was in November, I thought that, you know, I was on a roll. I had so much things, so many things to say. But then all of a sudden I was like, okay, I'm back in student mode. Let me listen. I think that's so important because um, there's so much there, you know, there's gurus for everything. And I want to be intentional about what I'm saying. I don't want to just put out content just to put it out. I want to be very intentional. And I told you guys, this is not your everyday, you know, um, typical podcast. I want you to think of this podcast as me just having a conversation with you. So if we was on the phone, just kicking it. That's how I want this to feel. Okay. So I'll also jump into some other stuff, but that's another podcast, another day, another time. So what I want to talk about today is I've been having so many conversations around femininity, about being feminine, about being softer, about being more gentler, just how to be more feminine. And I had this conversation with one of my friends And I said to her, um, along the lines of, I've walked in masculine energy so long that that's just not, you know, I don't want nothing to do with that anymore. It's so easy for us to, um, especially in today's society, to get some days, um, we have to, you know, sometimes we have to, we are an embodiment of both, right? As women, we have masculine and feminine energy. Energy. You may be a manager or boss or COO or CEO or what have you in your professional career or when you step outside your home. So you may have to put on that more masculine energy because to um, manage people. And sometimes, you know, you just can't be too soft because people may take advantage of you. But ultimately, especially in t- today's society, there's this idea that's being pushed that you know women can do anything men can do and women you know you know there's this women woman power and all that and that's cool right but I don't want to do everything a man can do 
I want the my real power comes from being a woman. And with this podcast being Awakened Woman, I will be remiss not to really go into what it means to be feminine, what it means to be a woman. And the power that's being in a woman is almost as if saying that you are a woman means that you are a weaker vessel, meaning that you don't contribute anything to society and or that this is a man's world and all this other stuff. But if we really step into true, authentic, feminine power, who we are as women and embrace our femininity, that is powerful. Nobody can do that like a woman. I know that... Um, Somebody, ugh, it was this, this, uh, gosh, it was this clip I seen on, uh, I think it was on YouTube of some guy, Saucy Santana or something like that. I don't even know who this man is, but, um, he said something like, uh, gay men. I think he said the gays taught women what it is to be women. We taught y'all what it meant. I, I'm paraphrasing and forgive me if I'm adding or taking away something he said, but this is what I took from what he said because it was a bunch of garbage. But he said something along the lines of, we taught y'all what it is to be feminine. Are you? We are the blueprint. And I'm like, he can't be serious. He, he cannot be serious. He has to be talking out the side of his neck. But pride does come before the fall. So I let people talk. I don't get too caught up in what people say because pride does come before the fall and a haughty spirit before destruction. So I just thought that is, I'm going to take this time to remind women of our power and that nobody can do this like a woman. Okay. So with that being said, let's go ahead and jump into this. So um, I was talking to a friend about being feminine and I don't like to say 10 things or 10 ways to be more feminine or I, I don't like that because there's so many books. And I, I just I don't I just don't really like it. Honestly, I'm not going to say it's cheesy, but I personally just don't like saying 10 ways to do something. But here I am with like a few different ways that I see femininity. And this isn't the in all and be all. This is just ways that I see um how we can step into being more feminine. We don't need to be masculine sisters. We don't have to be masculine. If you need to step into that, do what you have to do. But always remember that your true and authentic power resides in being feminine, okay? So understanding your value and who you are, who you are as a woman, who you are in God. Oh, this woman, this feminine woman, she walks with integrity. She has love for herself, others, and God, as well as respect for herself, others, and God. We hear so many things about self-love and, and loving yourself. But the only way that, well, let me speak for me. I wasn't able to really, un, really, really love myself with all my flaws and imperfections until I really understood who God was and understand my loving God and knowing how much God loves me. And when I know how much God loves me, then I can in turn love myself because I see myself as he sees me. I don't see myself as this broken person, which is um, goes to this conversation. I had a conversation with my friend and a few years back. It's funny how our, per, our, our perceptions change. What we think about two years from now is not maybe exactly how we see it now. Muhammad Ali's daughter said uh, that a person who sees the world and behaves the same way they did. She said a person, no, I think she said a person who behaves the same way at 50 
um, as they did when they were 20 has wasted 30 years of their life. So I don't want to be that man or woman, that woman who wastes that time period of my life. I always want to be growing and getting insight and wisdom. And when you know better, you do better. But I had a conversation with my friend like maybe four or five years ago. And I was telling her that my objective, my goal in life is to be a whole woman. That I want to be whole. That I want to be whole. And I think at the time I must have been saying that when I become X, Y, and Z... Or when I feel this way or when I'm more confident or when I have more self-esteem or self, self-worth or whatever it was at the time, that I'll be whole. So she texted me this maybe like a couple of weeks ago and was like, hey, you remember this conversation we had about being a whole woman? Do you um, think that you're whole now? And the question made me realize just how wrong I was when I first stated to her that I wasn't a whole woman. I used to think I was broken. I used to think that I come from this, you know, this type of a background. I used to think that, you know, um, I'm not doing X, Y, and Z. I'm comparing myself to other people. I used to think that that I was broken. I had some insecurities. I had low self-esteem in areas. I had low confidence in areas. And I used to think I was broken. But then I had a revelation that as a woman or man thinks in his heart, so is he. So the more I thought I was broken, so when I'm thinking that I'm broken, I'm acting out of a broken place. I'm responding out of a broken place. I'm showing up in a broken place. And the same is true of the opposite. So when I thought that I wasn't whole, I need X, Y, and Z to be whole. I operated from brokenness. But when I changed my mind and changed my my way of thinking and I realized that I'm whole, and really believe that, allow that to sink into my spirit, allow me to really believe that like I believe my name, that no, I am a whole woman. I showed up differently. So as a feminine woman, when you show up whole, when you show up understanding your value, understanding who you are in God, understanding who God created you to be, that's just a, that that you already, girl, you already on your way to being a feminine woman because you know where your power resides. You know whose you are. Okay. So that's the first thing that really changed my life, understanding that I'm a whole woman. And let me tell you, sisters, I don't care what background you come from. I don't care if you just pulled a needle out your arm. Okay, I don't care what it is that you're going through. Continue to remind yourself that you are whole in God. And if you say it long enough, you're going to believe it. People say fake it till you make it. I'm saying believe it to be true and let everything else let Let man be a liar and let God's words be true. Sometimes you got to block out everything. Guard your heart and block out everybody around you that's speaking contrary to how God speaks of you. And if everybody around you is speaking negative, then it's time for you to get some new friends. Sometimes you got to walk away from folks and let the dough, what they say, don't let the the dough hit you or the good Lord split you. Keep it moving, sisters, okay? The second thing that I thought... Um, that I found about being a uh, a, uh, feminine woman is she honors herself as the prize. Sisters, we are the prize, okay? We are the prize. Honoring your body as a temple, knowing your worth, knowing that you are far more valuable than jewels, rubies, diamonds, 
anything that can be obtained on this earth, you are more valuable than those things. So honoring yourself as the prize. And when you honor yourself, you don't just let any and everybody come into your life. You know, Joe blow up the street, you know, whistling and whatever it is. I don't even know how people give a folks these days. I, I'm, I've been out the dating game so long. I kind of forgot, I guess, you know, especially with all this technology. I don't I'm just going to go based on what, how it used to be with me. OK, um, when you un, when you value yourself, like honoring yourself, you Mr. Such and such can't just approach you any old type of way. You understand that? No, I would deserve more respect than that. I'm, I'm demanding that you honor me. And we're going to get into that a little bit deeper. But remembering that you are the prize, honoring yourself, honoring your body, taking care of yourself, drinking health, drinking water, eating healthy, you know, knowing that your body is a temple. And another thing, sisters, you just can't let anybody roll in and out your bed, okay? Like honoring yourself, honoring yourself, honoring your body. And this isn't to condemn women who have done this. I'm not talking about, I'm not trying to condemn you in that. I'm saying that when you know better, you do better, okay? You deserve to be honored. And it begins with you honoring yourself. A feminine woman is trustworthy. This woman can be trusted to follow through in her friendships. She's a good friend to her friends, whether they hear or not. I have a very near and dear friend that is no longer here with me anymore. But it's things that she shared with me. It's ex- things, we, experiences we had. Just, you know, we've been friends for so long. And those things I wouldn't share just because she's not here. Even with her not being here, I feel more protective over her and her child and just over her in general because I'm like, no, that was my friend. That meant something to me. So being trustworthy in your friendships. If you're a friend to somebody, then you shouldn't be tearing them down. You shouldn't be gossiping about your friend and telling your friend's business. You shouldn't be secretly wanting your friend to fall. You shouldn't be over here jealous of your friend because she's doing things that you're not doing. I had a, my friend came over the other day and she was here for about five hours and everything she's doing in her life, I'm just so, so, so proud of her. And it's things that she's doing that I'm like, my gosh, that's one of my goals to do. But I'm rooting her on and I just kept, I was had the biggest smile on my face like, that um girl, you are my friend and you are making these type of moves. I am proud of you. Being proud of your friends, being trustworthy. The face that you have in front of your friend is at the same face you have when she turns her back. And let me encourage you that sometimes we we do wonder when is good gonna happen for me. So we don't intend to be jealous. We don't intend to feel some way about our friends, but or people in our life that's doing good. So just check it if you do feel it, okay? Because we all want to do better. And I've been there before. I told you guys when I was be- when my husband and I, um, we weren't married at the time because we were waiting. And which I'm not getting into all that right now. But if you follow my podcast, you know why we were waiting. But um, when we would see other people get married, we're like, oh my gosh, this person could blink their eye and find a husband and they get married. You know, like I always felt like, well, when is my day going to come? But baby, when I tell you when my day showed up and it was my wedding day, when my husband and I got married, was was God glorified? He was so glorified on my wedding day, on the, on the um, ceremony. He was so glorified. 
And if I have to say I ever had a picture perfect day where not one thing was out of place, it was on my wedding day. And to God be the glory, because when I seen everybody around us getting married, I thought like, oh, my goodness, Lord, do you not care about the cares on my heart? And had I been jealous of other people instead of, you know, celebrating them, maybe my day wouldn't maybe I, on the day I would have felt some type of way like, well, now I have my day. You know, I'm not sure. Maybe I would have been like I've had my day and um, maybe I just should have trusted God or something instead of tripping on you know what other people have but who that was a praise break right there because y'all have no idea what I have gone through to get to that date and my God showed up that is my father that is my friend that is the lover of my soul Woo! don't tell me nothing about my God but this feminine woman she's trustworthy in her friendships in her relationships in her marriage the heart of her husband safely trust in her Ladies, I read a book um, um, about for wives and it talks about this is for my married sisters and then my sisters who's waiting to get married. And it talked about how men have a really fragile ego, how they can have a really fragile ego. So when they come in and they had a hard day at work or they just switch jobs or they they um, I'll give you an example. My husband just had a change of careers. And I can tell that when he was in his first couple of weeks, he was, I can tell that his countenance was different, but I'm just encouraging him, making sure he's coming home and I'm cooking every favorite meal he loves. I'm just, you know, making sure that I'm attentive. And I just kept encouraging him like, no, babe, this is, you know, that you heard from God, you know, what, you know, what you're doing. I trust in you. I trust in what you're doing for our family. You're a responsible man. And I'm just encouraging him. And then when the storm was over, those little two weeks was over, he said to me, babe, thank you so much for encouraging me during that time. And thank you for believing in me. That's what I'm talking about. And I don't, y'all know me enough to know I'm not trying to big up myself. I'm just giving you examples is that the heart of her husband safely trusting her. Can your husband come to you naked, vulnerable, and know that his wife is going to encourage him. A foolish woman tears down her house with her own hands, but a wise woman builds it up. Okay? Don't be a foolish woman tearing down your own hand your own household because a foolish I'm sorry, maybe I said that wrong. A foolish woman tears down her household with her own hands, but a wise woman builds it up. Maybe I said that or not. I feel like I may have said it wrong for the first time. But if I didn't, then you need to hear it two times. I needed to hear it too, okay? But um <laughs> Don't try to do no reverse psychology and think that if I tear him down or if I criticize him or or whatever, that it'll make him work harder. No, build your household up. Your husband should come to you and he can trust in your counsel. He can trust that you are encouraging him. Spousal jealousy is real. Don't let that be. Don't let that be us, sisters. Okay. so this feminine woman, she's trustworthy. Okay. She's a giver. She's a giver of love. She gives and listens. She has a listening ear. She opens her hands to the needy and stretched to the side. She opens her hands to the oppressed and stretches out her hands to the needy. This woman isn't selfish. This woman knows that if when I pour out, I did an episode on this a while back. That when don't be afraid to pour out because God's always going to pour back into you. 
when when you have your hand balled up in a fist and you're not giving to nobody, you also don't have room to receive nothing. If you ball up your fist right now as if you had something in your hand, you making sure nobody take nothing out your hand, but you also making sure you, your hand isn't open to even receive anything. So a feminine woman is a giver. She gives. She gives her time. She gives her love. She gives her energy wisely, though. OK, she's wise about it, but she's not afraid to give. She's not afraid to be a giver of love. OK, that's a feminine woman. This one is important. She is intentional about her appearance. How she shows up speaks volumes of who she is. So from head to toe, when we show up, we make a statement. Stop going outside. I know none of y'all do this. But going outside with a bonnet on your head, going to the Walmart, I had a little, I had a conversation with my little sister-in-law because um, she had a bonnet on one day and she stepped outside to go somewhere with me. And I said, where are you going with this bonnet on your head? She was like, well, we just go. I said, it doesn't matter of where we going. We can be going to the mailbox. But how you show up, how you step outside says something about how you view yourself. And I know that you view yourself in high self, in high esteem. So I'm going to need you to take that bonnet out and I'm going to allow you, I'm going to need you to show, rock that beautiful natural hair on top of your head. Okay. So she shows, she cares about her appearance. She cares about how she show up. She dresses for her body type and allow fabrics to complement her femininity. I love a good silk and satin. Okay. I love the way it feels on my skin. I love how flowy, flowy, flowy it is. This is just me. I'm not saying you have to wear these things. I'm saying that be mindful of how you show up. If you want to show up in jeans and sneakers, hey, girl, do it. But just be mindful of how you show up. You don't have to step out like you're about to take a picture in Vogue magazine. But being mindful of how you show up because it speaks volumes of you. Monique, um, the comedian, said something about this years ago or maybe a year ago or something. And people were on top of her head, like, how dare you say this and this and that? But a hit dog hollers that you should be more mindful of how you, well, the feminine woman should be mindful of how she shows up. But to a feminine woman, this is just preaching to the choir. She already knows these things. And again, I'm not trying to condemn anybody. That's not my intention. But right now I'm in the... You know, I, I'm a student at time and right now I'm teaching something. So I hope you take it with an open heart and with the love that is coming out of my spirit as I'm talking about this. But it has to be talked about. Um, a feminine woman is kind. She speaks with wisdom and the law of kindness is on her tongue. You catch more bees with honey than you do with vinegar. Being kind, having a kind word to say, opening your mouth with kindness. If you don't have nothing good to say, you know the old saying, if you don't have nothing good to say, then keep your mouth shut. Don't say nothing at all. We may think that our words, um, there was that when we were kids, it was a saying that sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. I don't know who came up with that because that is totally incorrect. There's things that people have said to me as a child. I have a memory like an elephant. So there's things that people have said to me as a child that resonate, that that still, that, that stuck with me as an adult. Of course, I had to 
overcome those things, get over those things. Um, and there's things people said positively about me as a child that stuck with me. But what we say to other people can really hurt. And I came to this understanding that I can be, I used to be very sharp with my tongue. Is that, you know, I'm not going to get out in the street and fight you, but I can get you together with my tongue. And it was like razor blades. And God really had to sit me down and really gave me, you know, the business and, you know, checked me on this, that that is hurtful. Because when you say things, when you're arguing with somebody and you're saying things to cut them up because y'all throwing mud at somebody, you may be strong enough that when you go home, you shake it off and it don't matter. But that other person going home and that's just what you said really cut deep. Are you just saying something, you know, whatever. And it's like some people say, what's well, fair game? You were saying this to me and I'm saying it to you. But no, a feminine woman, she understands her value. She, I don't need to, whatever you have to say about me. Man, I'm in the point of my life right now where I don't even have the time to argue with you. I don't have time to throw mud or sling mud with you. I don't I don't have time for any of that. Like what you think about me is your business. That don't have nothing to do with me. What you think about me, what you say about me, that is your business entirely. I cannot care less. Okay? It just doesn't matter. And my prayer, my hope for the ladies listening to this is that you get to a place that you're just unbothered for real. So you can speak kind to people. And if somebody talking crazy about you, get up and leave. But being kind, having kind words to say, speaking wisdom. And sometimes being kind and speaking wisdom is not saying anything at all. I learned from um, my grandfather growing up is that he was a very wise man, man, very wise man. But he also knew when not to speak. He also knew how to keep quiet. And I learned that sometimes you don't have to say anything at all. Um, yeah, so a feminine woman is intentional about the affairs of her household, okay? The intentions, intentional about the affairs of her household, okay? She is watchful, watchful of her family. She's not focused on sister girl next door or people up the street. She's intentional about her household. She's concerned about the affairs of her house. How is her children? How is her husband going? Something my mom always taught me, she said, um, and she checked me on this earlier or late last year. I said something. Um, I was referencing something about some kids like, oh, my gosh, these kids are these kids are bad. Or I said something about some kids. I don't remember exactly what I said. And she checked me quick and said, you don't you don't speak on other people's kids when you have kids. Because, see, you may be seeing fault in their kids in this area, but what if your child is doing this in that area? She taught me growing up and checked me as an adult not too long ago. I think it was earlier this year or at some point and told me, you don't talk about other people when you have kids. When you're a married woman, she said this too, when you're a married woman, when you have children or you're married or whatever it is, you don't talk about other people. Because, see, you, while you're tending to their business, who's tending to your business? So a feminine woman is diligent and she's intentional about the affairs of her household. She's praying for her family. She's praying for her, her marriage. She's praying and speaking life over her family. 
She's intentional about her business that's going on in her household. What them people next door is doing in their business, in their household, you can pray for them people, but you need to tend to their affair, your, affair, uh, your own affairs. I watched Love and Hip Hop a long time ago and somebody said, tend to the business that pays you or something. <laughs> Those people business do not pay you. Um, you need to tend to your own business. And a feminine woman understands that I need to be diligent about the affairs of my own household. She clothes herself with strength and honor. And she rejoices in time to come. So she's strong. She's strong. She has strength. She knows where her strength resides. She's honorable. She is hopeful of the future. She, her children rise up and call her blessed. And her husband also, he praises her. You guys, my, my ultimate goal in raising my children is to raise godly children, honorable children, respectful children. But I want, I would love for my children to rise up and call me blessed. For my children to see these qualities, these attributes, these characteristics that I'm talking about in a feminine woman. And having a daughter is so important that even now I demonstrate these characteristics, these feminine attributes in front of my daughter because my daughter is going to grow up and be a woman and she's going to learn from her mother. And for my son to grow up and say, the woman that I want to be a wife is a woman that I can see like model like my mother. Um, Make no mistake, when you have children, our children are learning from us. What we do, what we say. When people tell me like, yeah, my, my, um, my, my son bad, my daughter bad, they be cussing. Where do you think they got these cuss words from? What you listening to, what you saying, what you doing in front of them. So she's intentional about her affairs. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband praises her. Her husband values her. Her husband sees the goodness in her. Her husband sees the kindness, the how kind she is, how she shows up. A feminine woman understands that charm is deceitful and beauty is vain. But a woman who fears the Lord will be praised. What I just described to you, my sisters, is a feminine woman. But most importantly, I described a godly woman. And it is my prayer that as you listen to this podcast, that you allow the words to take root in your spirit, take root in your soul, take root in your mind, and that you're able to grab something from this. If you're interested in understanding where I got these attributes, you can go to Proverbs 31 and start at verse 10 all the way through. This is important to be a woman, a feminine, godly woman, to be prayerful of your household, to be watchful of the things of your household, to be mindful, um, but ultimately to really keep your face, your heart, and your mind focused on God. Everything in this earth is passing. Nothing is consistent but change, but God is consistent. God is everything and to me and um, what I pour out is just based on the love that he's poured into me. So I'm not afraid to pour out 
because he's going to refill me. So I love y'all sisters. I hope this first episode was edifying to your spirit. I hope that you can eat on this. And this is like eating a good salad with all of the good stuff in it. Um, like drinking some a glass of cold water. Because, oh my gosh, I love cold water. But I love you all. I pray that you step into your feminine power. And understand that as a woman, we don't need to fight to be equal. We already are equal. We don't need to fight to be heard. We don't need to um, exude masculine power, masculine energy. We can, when we step in the room with our feminine power, that says everything it needs to say. A gentle spirit. Now, if you have to... (laughs) Buck up on some people to get them to understand that you're not going to be walked over. That's a whole different thing. We do we do have to balance that masculine and feminine. But we need to really be more focused on stepping in, in our feminine power. I'm not going to make this any more long and drawn out than it already is. Um, I love you, sisters. Thank you for rocking with me. And fellas, thanks for listening, too. I did see that my numbers show the men listen to this podcast as well. So, Hey, fellas, um, send this to your girlfriend or your wife or your sister, your cousin, whoever. Um, (laughs) But I love y'all. Thank you guys for listening. And I'll see you next episode. All right. Salt and light. Bye.